Ladies and gentlemen, it is um, truly an honor to be here with you in Athens, to be with you, the world's largest shipping own, owning nation, and I know I'm with the passionate and knowledgeable leaders of this great shipping industry. What I'm going to talk about today impacts everyone in this room and everybody in the shipping industry worldwide. Global trade has transformed life as we know it today and shipping has become the backbone of this trade. More than 50,000 ships sail our oceans every day, transporting goods from all corners of the earth. With a global population growing by 200,000 people each day, cargo movements by sea have more than doubled since 1990, from four to nine billion tons. Shipping these goods and energy is vital for the world to function. But there are challenges. You will say there's always been challenges, but I believe these are more exacting and happening at a faster pace than any time in the past. There are great expectations of society as a whole. News travels quickly and we are judged as an industry on the front pages of newspapers and websites. But with these challenges come opportunities. And what I want to talk about is how shipping will face these challenges and improve to become an even better industry. Essentially, how can shipping thrive, how its people can thrive, and how society can thrive today, tomorrow, and in the future? We cannot predict the future, but what we can say is that regardless of what awaits us, there are three key areas which we must improve and that is our performance on safety and on the environment and embracing new technology. Let me start with safety. On our ships, there are hard-working men and women who play a critical part in driving the economy forwards. Yet shipping has one of the poorest safety records of any industry in the world. Unlike other global industries, shipping does not collectively report data. But where it has been analysed, it shows that the shipping industry has a safety performance 20 times worse than the average onshore worker and five times worse than construction. During the last 10 years, an average of 113 ships around the world have been lost each year and many thousands of people killed. These are people, people like you, people like me, and the impact is felt deeply and widely. The death of a loved one, a colleague, or a serious injury stays with us forever. The reputations of companies, the reputations of individuals like you in this room are damaged and the costs are high. Last year, I visited one of our ships and was talking to a crew member 
and I asked if he'd tell me a little bit more about himself. He said, my name is Joshua, and I'm 21 years of age. I have three brothers and sisters. They're back in the Philippines with my father and my mother. My father has lost his job, so what I earn on this ship is keeping our family of six. I thought to myself, just think of the impact if that young man is injured or worse. We had better look after Joshua extremely well and make sure that he gets home safely. This is just one story, and on every ship, on every day, there are similar stories of people who are important to their families and children. When you and I visit ships, we are treated like VIPs. Yet the real VIPs are our seafarers, and we have a huge responsibility to ensure that everything we do is for their safety. Let's be clear, the decisions we make, the tone that we set at the top of our companies, and the behaviours that we display, they all impact the safety performance and people's lives. It is only by continuing to address the sector's appalling safety record that shipping will be the thriving industry that we want it to be. I've got two examples to show you how dramatic improvements can be made in safety through leadership, taking responsibility, and collaboration. The first is called Partners in Safety. Shell introduced this in 2012, working together with the leaders from 500 top shipping and maritime companies around the world, some in this room. The results have been impressive with a reduction in the number of serious, actual and potential incidents by four times in just six years. In addition to the improvements in safety, this work is having a very positive impact on the business performance. When we show genuine care for our people and their well-being, then they will want to do well for us. The teams that work for all of us will be more dedicated and motivated. Business will thrive as a result. With focus groups in Singapore, Europe and the USA, the Partners in Safety program centres around three key areas. Firstly, through visible safety leadership by the CEO and the top team. Leaders visiting their ships to let the crew know just how important safety is and it is their top priority. Secondly, learning from incidents, using new interactive training techniques through videos and photographs. And thirdly, showing care for people, focusing on seafarers' health and welfare, putting in place activities to manage stress and address mental health issues. The second example is the award-winning program HIGH-LOW, which stands for High Impact and Low Frequency, and it aims to eradicate catastrophic accidents. Using mathematical risk modelling and ship incident data, a pattern of events is highlighted that, if left unchecked, could lead to a major incident. It uses digital technology and real-time data with a lasting impact. HILO has grown rapidly. Since its launch last year, it's quadrupled its participation with over 40 ships now involved. Originally designed around tankers, it's now been extended into bulk carriers and container ships too. 
Hilo is already improving safety within our industry. Successful recent interventions include the avoidance of potentially catastrophic engine room fires, a reduction in the likelihood of injuries from lifeboats, and avoidance of bunker fuel spills. We're also increasing the number and the quality of incident and near-miss data, with seafarers taking an active interest in their own safety and allowing us to make further improvements. Let me now turn to the environment. Healthy oceans sustain life, not just the animals and organisms within them, but the hundreds of millions of people who rely on them for their food. But this is being put in jeopardy by the negative impact of climate change. So how do we economically ship the increasing amount of goods and energy that the world demands while lowering the environmental impact? In essence, how does shipping carry more and emit less? It is critical that we do not shy away from the climate change debate and instead are proactive in reducing shipping's greenhouse gas and other emissions. Doing so will help ensure a better future for the industry and given the importance of shipping to trade a thriving economy. This will mean embracing new fuels and technologies and making big decisions. Some decisions require immediate action, such as responding to the upcoming IMO regulations to reduce sulfur. Ship owners, ship managers, ship operators, all of us in this room must decide how best to address the challenges for their shipping operations. Shell has a clear vision for IMO 2020. We will be prepared and we can help ship owners and charters be prepared too. We're developing a variety of fuel products for the shipping industry that include marine gas oil and very low sulfur fuel oil, high sulfur fuel oil supply for ships with onboard scrubbers and LNG. The market will continue to need multiple types of fuel to meet the industry demands and Shell will provide these products. We're currently working with our customers to test our new 0.5% very low sulfur fuel oil. We're also continuing to improve our lubricants to be compatible with the changing fuel compositions that will come with the sulfur cap. There is growth of the cleaner burning LNG fuel to power ships of all sizes. And at Shell, we're using LNG fueled vessels in our operations. This includes offshore support vessels in the Gulf of Mexico, inland barges on the Rhine, and globally trading Aframax tankers. Shell is working towards an LNG supply chain to fulfill our mar marine customers' needs across the world, with bunkering infrastructure in place and developing across the Americas, Europe, and Asia. At Shell, we're ready to work together with all our stakeholders to assist in a smooth transition. According to the IMO, shipping currently accounts for over 2% of the world's total greenhouse gas emissions. And without intervention, this is expected to increase significantly by 2050, potentially contributing 17% of global emissions. The IMO has issued CO2 emissions targets, and although they're some way off, we must start to address these now. At Shell, we've reduced our carbon intensity of our managed fleet by around 
from 2009 to 2017, and at the same time, reduced costs. So let me give you a few examples of this work. Working with a range of stakeholders and applying lean techniques, Shell analyzed and identified efficiency improvements in more than 100 activities across a voyage and during loading and discharge operations. We've now extended this work through digitalization and we're collecting 500 data points every second from our ships. Real-time operational data that's immediately translated into an understanding of the ship's performance, including engine, cargo, and other key systems. We've improved the weather routing of our ships using the very latest Boeing technology, not only to avoid storms, but to gain the beneficial effects of winds and currents. We're also working to optimize our entry and exit into ports and terminals with efficient turnarounds, the same as they do in airports. <clears throat> All of this information is shown live on large screens in our office and is being used to help make the best decisions and performance improvements. The combination of simplified efficient processes and improved operations together with the early application of digitalization has delivered significant cost savings and reduced emissions on our ships, both in the order of 15%. And we're also working to deploy new technologies, such as air lubrication technology, a blanket of bubbles under the ship's hull to reduce friction, and trialing Fletner rotors, spinning cylindrical sails to harness wind power to propel a ship. These technologies are anticipated to reduce fuel usage and emissions and costs by at least 5% each. These examples are just the start. We and the industry have to do more to mature emerging technologies and realize the benefits of shared best practice. But we also need to have a vision to imagine a zero carbon future, investing and working together in research and development of innovative technologies now will lay the foundation for the shipping industry of the future. To thrive, it is clear that we must dramatically improve our safety and environmental performance and embrace new technology. This can be done if everyone in this room commits to three key areas. Firstly, leadership. Leadership is fundamental, and without this, nothing happens. So would you be willing to put safety and the environment at the very top of your agenda in making your decisions and in your company communications? Your actions count more than you think. Secondly, taking responsibility. Would you take forward key areas that will have a positive impact on performance, such as visiting your ships, on-the-job training, and programs focusing on care for your people, don't leave it to someone else as there is no one else. And the thirdly, collaboration. In the space industry, more than 80 nations work together. And in pharmaceuticals, individual companies share data across the world in the fight to cure cancer. If these industries can do it, so can the shipping industry. Together we can do so much, alone we can do so little. Working together will also allow us to embrace new and efficient business models, 
new ways of running our businesses beyond the historical silos and actively using data in real time in our day-to-day -day activities. I started by saying that what I'll be talking about impacts everyone in this room and everybody in the shipping industry worldwide. Working together, we will ensure that shipping thrives today, tomorrow, and in the future. Improving the safety performance, reducing our impact on the environment, and becoming more efficient through new technologies. Let's make the future. Together, we have the power. Let's make it happen. Thank you.